Welcome to Fusion Live, a podcast ministry from young adults to young adults searching for people to connect with and a purpose to live out. We're coming to you from Christian Assembly Church in Eagle Rock, California, and we're excited that you've decided to take this journey with us. Good morning, Fusion. Welcome, guys, back to another episode of The Daily Bread. We are in Proverbs chapter 3. Uh, we're super excited. We're continuing to journey through uh, the book of Proverbs to learn about wisdom, to grow in our wisdom, and all those beautiful things. I am joined this morning by Lindsay and Minakshi. Say good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Well, as always, like I said, I we're wisdom. I like when you said that. We're studying, we're studying Proverbs to get more wisdom. So oh. join us because I want more wisdom. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's something that we've been learning the past couple of days is that we need wisdom to navigate, but I don't want to spoil anything. So Manakshi, <laughs> do you want to give us a, a rundown of what chapter three is all about today? I would be happy to attempt this. <laughs> um, Proverbs chapter three, uh, really the overall, the overview um, that NIV translation explains is that wisdom bestows well-being. So a lot of these different sections are going to talk about how wisdom brings well-being to you know our body, our minds. Um, but the chapter starts off with um, basically us understanding that we are to keep the commands of the Lord in our heart. And it's important that they are embedded within our heart because from the heart is how our body, our mind, our soul are connected to be able to grow more in our wisdom. So uh, it talks about love and faithfulness, not leaving us to, to bind them around our neck to write them on the tablet of our hearts. So this idea that the more that we um, seek God, the more that we obtain that wisdom and the more that it uh, transforms our heart and even how we read that in Romans 12 as well. Uh, then we come to verse five, which says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. This is a pretty popular verse. You might've heard it before. You might've seen it on some wall decor in the house uh, or a house that you've been to. Um, and I want to get into it, but we will during our discussion time after we read that and, and learning about trusting the Lord with all of our heart. Um, it says, and, and talks about that we aren't to be wise in our own eyes. And, and if we do that, it leads to, um, you know, not being healthy in our bodies, not bring nourishment to our bones. Uh, we are to honor the Lord with our wealth, the, the first fruits that um, translates to the tithing that we do and, and being able to talk a little bit about that. Um, and then it jumps to uh, not despising the Lord's discipline because the Lord disciplines those that he loves. And so a lot of this talk about, you know, wisdom for our well-being is uh, translated to how we you know, step into wisdom. And if we don't, this is kind of the result or what could be the result uh, when we don't do that, such as, um, like I mentioned before, you know, don't be wise in your own eyes and that kind of idea. Uh, then we jump to section uh, three, it looks like verses 13 to 18. And it talks about wisdom again, personifying wisdom as a woman. And in that, um, it talks about how wisdom is more precious than silver and gold and rubies and nothing that we in our human nature desire can compare with wisdom and what it brings. Um, there's long life with wisdom. There are uh, riches and honor with wisdom. Um, wisdom is pleasant. Her paths have peace. Um, she's a tree of life. Um, a lot of these really awesome things that uh, come with seeking God and obtaining that wisdom. 
then we jump to the next section which talks about how wisdom was in the the earth's foundation so it's been you know it's it, it's part of god it's how we understand the creation to be as well um and then jumping to not letting wisdom out of our sight and when we don't let it out of our sight uh and we you know allow it to grace our neck as an ornament then we will be safe we get to sleep well is what this talks about uh there won't be fear of sudden disaster so we can really find a lot of peace when we're moving towards obtaining wisdom then section 27 verses 27 to 31 talks a lot about you know things of not to do don't withhold um don't uh, say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow. Don't plot against your neighbor. Don't accuse anyone of doing wrong. Uh, don't envy the violent or choose any of their ways. So this is a lot of instruction, really, of how we are to walk in the direction of the Lord and of being able to grow in our wisdom and what that means for us. And then finally, the last section, verses 32 to 35, um, talks about who the Lord detests, Talk. Uh, the Lord detesting the perverse, but takes upright into his confidence. Uh, the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks uh, proud mockers, but shows favor to the humble and oppressed. We've talked about that in Second in Peter as well. And the wise inherit honor, but fools only get shame. So again, this idea of when you're seeking God, when you're um, trusting in him, when you're leaning not on your own understanding, when you're going uh, to the depths of being able to ask God for more wisdom. These are the things that allow us to grow in that and how God, you know, will curse the unrighteous. And, and that's the truth about some of the things that we um, learn about in scripture as well. Solid as always. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what Proverbs chapter three is all about. <laughs> that was great. Great overview. There's so much in this chapter, though. That's why, like, you're hitting on these points, and I'm like, oh, that's so good. There's the proverbs are full of wisdom. They're full of nuggets. Nuggets. It, absolutely. That's what I. I think that's just one thing that I love about a, a lot of what proverbs is because it, it just teaches us uh, that wisdom goes a lot more than just uh, like just knowing the right things, like making the right choices. But it's almost like it's an extension of like God's character. I mean, one of one yeah. of the, one of the most favorite things that I loved from today's reading was verse 19, that the Lord by wisdom founded the earth by understanding. He established the, he the heavens by his knowledge. The deep broke open and the clouds dropped down the dew. So it's like almost like God used wisdom to in to create creation, like to create the earth. Like it's something super uh, um, profound that that. God actually instilled creation into the, I mean, instilled wisdom into the DNA of creation. So when we start to not uh, live in accordance to that, we're actually living outside of God's uh, wisdom. So in a way, like when we're not living our lives, uh, living the lives that God has called us to, we're actually, uh, we're actually going against like our DNA. We're actually going against what we were created to do. So I, I love that the Lord used wisdom to create the earth. Like it's something really cool. That's good. That's really good. And I love the idea that, that like we have a part in that and with wisdom, we can like move into our place in all of it. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That even connects to, um, a lot of areas in this chapter, I think, but, um, verse 21, right after that says, my son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight, preserve sound judgment and discretion and 
they will be life for you and ornament to grace your neck. And my study notes talk about how sound judgment um, is given to uh, those that are you know, that choose to follow God. Um, but discretion or discernment is uh, the ability God gives to many people to think and make correct choices. So it's so interesting how like in the foundation of the earth is wisdom. Like that's, you know, who God is and what he used and our, our, um, human nature because of being born into a sinful world, you know, going back to verse, um, 15, nothing you desire can compare with wisdom because our, our human nature, you know, the sinful nature side is to desire the things of, you know, the earth to, to go after the rubies and the, and the, um, silver and the gold. Um, but when we lean on God, when we trust God, when we say yes to him, we become new we become a new person new life is experienced and in that new life we then are able to obtain that wisdom because we're following after jesus we have that sound judgment and i just love how that then connects to like god's plan like it 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 goes back to the original uh, the original plan that he had and and um we can read a chapter like this and see wow being born into a sinful world when i say yes to jesus these are the things that i get to step into that i get to say yes to more and more um and it allows us to see how sure on on the earth you know rubies and diamonds and and or uh, rubies and silver and gold are these you know precious things but wisdom is so much greater than that and as a believer we have the eyes to be able to see that and believe that and trust in that and it's just a beautiful thing that we, at least I get excited about. Like, man, I totally want to grow in wisdom. I mean, if God is saying it's grander than these things that I can visibly see or hear, see here on earth, then how much more is wisdom going to be that much more valuable and precious? That's so good, Manakshi. So good. I love that because um, one of the things that I love about this chapter as well is how wisdom comes from trusting God. Um, and I just love uh literally uh verse verse five it says trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding but i love what the verses before that says it says to to not let steadfast love and faithfulness like leave our side but to bind them around your neck like as if it was a necklace to write them on the tablet of your heart so that we will find favor in the eyes of god and man so it's almost this idea that when we start to trust God and to submit to his ways, it actually draws the favor of not just God, but also man as well. And um, I can tell you countless moments in my lives where people have came up to me and told me, man, there's something about your life. Like you're always happy. You're always energetic. Like what is it? What is it? And I'm like, uh, I think it's God. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> but there's there's just something about like the way that like we live our lives when we uh when we make that that declaration like you know what i'm gonna live my life for god it actually uh, attracts people and it, and it also demands an explanation from others people wonder like man i want to be a part of something like that like mm. i want to experience what this guy is experiencing and um and i know it's just it just attributes from this basic principle and it's just trust with the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and um yeah, I uh, I know Lindsay touched a little bit on on trust this morning, so I was hoping. Oh, Lindsay- yeah, I love what you're saying, and I was thinking, you know, it's such a it's such a like a promise. It's so good, it's exciting, and I I yeah. agree. I think it's Christ in you that is glowing, that yeah. that we see in your life, and that is drawing other people in. 
And I, at the same time, it's so funny how you can hold like two, like, yes and amen. And at the same time, I'm like trusting in the Lord with all my heart and not leaning on my understanding is so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a challenge. And it's something that I've walked with the Lord now for many years. Mm-hmm. So, so old, but it's still <laughs> something that I have to like consciously work on. Yeah. And I was actually picking up the verse right after that in verse six. So right after it says, trust the Lord and don't lean on your own understanding in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And it mm-hmm. like today I was thinking like, oh, I wonder sometimes if my path is straight or I yeah. am concerned about the choices I'm making and the decisions right. I'm making. And then if you look at it, it's like, well, if I would surrender, if I would trust the Lord not lean on my own understanding right my path is straight and so it's so it's so it's so exciting and i want wisdom and the things of the lord are greater than the things of this earth mm-hmm. but it is a challenge and it is um a hard thing to do and i think we talk from a place of of people who have chosen it like yeah when you're walking hero you've surrendered your life in a big way you've taken big risks with the lord minakshi you've, you've made huge steps of faith and so you know the goodness and so anyone who's listening who's who's like yeah it all sounds good i want all that like i just want to acknowledge that that we're this isn't the easiest thing there is a moment of great faith there is a step that we step out and we take and yes all of the wisdom comes from that and all the good things follow but it's real it's a challenge and we share those those times too and we confess those things to each other and we say yeah i i don't want to trust on my own understanding but i'm really I'm, struggling to yeah. trust that god's got this yeah so that's so good you know if you're a leader at a church or maybe for a small group or in any real in any real context when you're walking with someone discipling someone i think what Lindsay shared was so powerful that um sharing that this thing that you're stepping into um is hard like it's a hard thing I think that just brings at least it's brought you know peace for me as being someone you know Lindsay walks with me and she's I remember her saying that like yeah you're doing this thing and it's really hard but but you're doing it and there's just so much peace that comes over me when those words are shared because it's trusting that man I'm doing the right thing for God I'm doing it for his kingdom and sometimes it's a hard thing to do so just an encouragement to leaders out there those who are walking with people discipling mentoring whatever it looks like sharing with them that what they're going through um you know, and, and how they're stepping out in faith can be a hard thing. Will definitely bring peace in the midst of the conversation, but also in the yeah. intimacy and growth of your own relationship with the person that you're mentoring or discipling, or how you're stepping out in that in faith. That's so good, so good. I, uh, one other thing I want to touch on this morning, Lindsay. I know you brought up about the word "shun from evil," and uh, yeah, it's, it's actually the next verse. We're just working our way down verse by verse. We are. We are. I stick to. So tell us about verse seven now. Verse seven, um, it says, be not wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. My translation says turn away. Other translations are saying uh, depart from evil, shun from evil. And um, I actually had to Google the definition for shun. It, it literally means persistently avoid, which I think is really great language like that. We have to persistently avoid evil, like to make it a, a priority. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to indulge in this. I'm actually not going to put myself in these situations. But um, we, we were able to get into a great conversation. So I'd love to hear from you guys, like uh, your thoughts on that. 
Yeah. Well, I think it the the shun evil becomes a challenging thing because, you know, well, if if it's evil, why would I want to be around it? So of course I'll shun it and I'll stay away. I'll make space. But the truth is, it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. And that there are people in our lives that are living sinful lives. They're friends that are going a certain way. And there's these temptations to be around it or to to think it's just going to be okay. And I can just figure it out. And Bo went into a great illustration about the line of sin and like how our human nature says, I want to go as close to the line as I can. I want to know, hey, can you tell me how far? Can you tell me how close I can get? When really... I think when the the scripture here says shun evil, he's really inviting us to run in the other direction or to make space or don't put yourself in that situation. I feel like the discussion this morning and morning devos really went that way. Like really the invitation is it's not to ask those questions. It's to look at it differently to Mm. the word shun is a strong word. Make space, make life choices, take big risks to put yourself in a situation that is life-giving, that is full of wisdom, that has people in it that will speak into your life. And that's not easy again, but that's what we see here. And in reading this book, this chapter of wisdom, like these are the things that lead to wisdom. Yeah. That's so good. I I love something for me that was helpful as far as like a tangible, like how do I actually do this? Because I'm very much about action steps as I usually talk about. Um, But being wise, verse seven says the beginning of it, don't be wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and shun evil. So what is being wise in my own eyes? For me, it's if I'm stepping into this context where I have to convince myself that I'm fine or it's no big deal or how I'm perceived, how I'm engaging in conversation, it's all good. It's no big deal. If I have to convince myself that that's where I mentally need to be, it's probably not the wisest place for me to be at all. And for me to shun good. evil, for me to persistently avoid it is to not be in that situation at all like that is the hard road you know it might be uh, missing out on going out with friends or going to a party or something because i have to convince myself that i'm going to be fine i know that the Mm -hmm. the the right step and the step that god would want me to take is to not be involved in that situation at all so if you're struggling with that if you have no idea what that really means or maybe you have found yourself in these contexts where you're potentially going to a party or even reading things that's a big thing for me i love used to love now um thriller and 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 um ghost stories and and reading those books and after this morning and talking about it i heard from the lord that that's not something i can do anymore because i literally had to convince myself that i would be fine to read this and not get nightmares or anything like that and now i know man that was me trying to be wise in my own eyes and not actually shun the evil persistently avoid not reading that book not watching that tv show um so if that's the question that goes through your head let that be what allows you to walk in the other direction to shun that evil to persistently avoid it and actually that's such a great example and just that i've said that to myself like mm. it's gonna be okay or i'll be okay and kind of try to convince myself my my uh you know my voice in my head telling me those things so thanks for sharing that yeah. really it's, it's such a practical application yeah. of this chapter and so any of you listening we just want to encourage you we're we're going through the Proverbs and I really do want you to take some time and read your Bible, find your Bible, open it up, read Proverbs three and see what God wants to say to you, because there's so many little truths and different sections that were standing out to I, to us. And as we read it, they were coming alive. And so 
God has given us wisdom. He's offering us the truth about how we can live a full life. And there are things we can learn from these chapters. So thanks for joining us on this episode and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Fusion Live. If you are interested in getting connected with us, follow us on Instagram at CAFusion and DM us with any questions or Zoom information.